Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. Hello, hello, sweet one, and welcome back to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I am very excited to be sharing something very dear to my heart with you this week. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I often release Joe Dispenza-inspired meditations, and I do this because I have been heavily influenced and inspired by his work. Uh, I have an online course, I've taught it live and online, uh, called Into the Chrysalis, and it is a transformational program that is largely based around the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you are not familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza, prepare for your mind to be blown. He, his backstory is that he was a chiropractic doctor. He was racing in, I think it was a triathlon, maybe it was a marathon, I think it was triathlon, and he was on the running portion, or maybe it was biking, oh my goodness. Okay, the race is not the most significant part of the story. He was in some sort of athletic race pursuit, <laughs> and he was hit by a car, and he was paralyzed from like the neck down, and his outlook was terrible, like his prognosis was terrible. And he made a deal with God. He said, okay, if, if I can heal myself of this condition, I promise that I will devote the rest of my life to teaching others how to do the same. And that is exactly what he has done. This man who was never supposed to be able to walk again now stands on stage for days at a time, 12-hour days, 16-hour days, this like fully enlivened, embodied human channeling the divine, but also marrying it with neuroscience to tell you that you are powerful beyond belief and that you can change your experience in this life not just on the physical, but yes, on the physical. In his programs, it is not unusual for people with stage four cancer to undergo spontaneous remissions, to have these profound experiences where they are healed. It is so mind-blowing. And so while obviously I do not profess to be in the same realm as Dr. Joe Dispenza, I am so deeply inspired and influenced by his work that I have brought elements of his work into my work. And what I want to bring to you is a series of three episodes that give you this kind of introduction to my program that is called Into the Chrysalis that is largely based on his 
teachings. And so I deliver the neuroscientific point of view. I deliver a philosophical point of view and practices, guided meditations and practices that you can move from just this theoretical knowing to actually embodying the theory, to living it, to taking the steps to change your life, to make it real, to make it more than just an inspiring book that collects dust on the shelf. So as I already mentioned, the course is called Into the Chrysalis. And the chrysalis, of course, is that cocoon that the caterpillar goes into for that metamorphosis to become the butterfly, to grow the wings. And it sounds really beautiful to want to become the butterfly. But what actually happens when this caterpillar goes into the cocoon? First, I just heard this on a podcast with Zach Bush. I didn't know that the caterpillar actually, its like head falls off before it goes into the cocoon. I haven't fact checked this, but I trust Zach Bush as a very reliable source. But he was pointing out the significance of that because you have to leave the old mind, the old patterns behind. Like it is a very, very strong symbol of like letting the old patterning die. And then when it goes in the cocoon, its body turns to like mush. It completely dissolves into goo. And then it is from this goo that an entirely new being is created. This is how the butterfly is created. So while yes, we have this beautiful imagery of a butterfly and we're like, yeah, I want that. It comes with this really intense experience of like this beheading and turning to goo. So the process of transformation is intense. And the program that I offer starts with a self-contract because it is like, hey, I know this sounds fun. The other side sounds fun, but there is a symbolic death and rebirth that is going to happen. So One piece that is the most essential is that you are ready for that transformation and that you are going to choose that transformation knowing that there are days that you'll be like, oh, this is the goo phase. This is the part where everything has melted into this gooey pile. I don't know exactly what's up or down. I'm going to keep holding the vision and keep connecting to source, and keep moving forward according to my principles and the inspiration that comes through, and trust the process. And it is not by accident that this program, that this transformation starts with a conscious decision. Because the very foundation of this change, of conscious change in your life, is re claiming your power and remembering what is true. Now, our culture is very materialistic. And I don't just mean that we like to shop for more things than we need, which is also true. But we are materialistic in a way that we are conditioned to look 
outside of ourselves for truth and for comfort. Advertising and media bombard us with messages that we exist in a state of lack. And over time, we begin to believe this messaging on a really deep level. So we start to only trust that that which we can see. We trust only in the dense, physical, external environment. We believe only in what we can see and measure and control. And this, this is a scientific point of view. And there is a place for science, but it is also limited because science can only work within the realm of that which can be observed, measured, and controlled. When we want to undergo a radical transformation, we are starting to move into the realm of spirit, of source, of mystery, of the unknown. We are starting to call in and work with forces that we cannot measure and control. So when I say remember what is true and reclaim your power, I am talking about an infinite power. I am talking about that spark of soul that is inside of you, that invincible flame that connects you to source and to all other beings. This is where we start, is remembering our wholeness, remembering our power. We start to identify ourselves as more than just these dense physical bodies with these stories attached of where we came from and what we've been through and blah, 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 blah. It's like, are you ready? Are you ready for this journey? Because we're going to have to shed that density. We're going to have to freaking believe that we can soften and melt and release and then grow wings and take flight. Like this is huge. This is a huge transformation and it will stretch you beyond the physical, beyond the boundaries of your skin. You are going to have to be leaning into more. You are going to have to connect with the infinite, with that which is beyond measure and beyond control. So the first big challenge is to start Seeing yourself as more than this meat suit and more than the stories that you have lived through to start actually tuning inwards and connecting to that power, that power that just simmers and bubbles below the surface, that power that can never be stomped out because that is where we create from. And this as much as yes, we are going to be getting into the neuroscience of things. Yes, we are going to be looking at the physiology and like how can you support yourself through these transformations. But this is ultimately a spiritual journey. This is soul work. This is going to require you not as soft suggestion. It is a hard requirement that if you want to do this kind of work, you have to reconnect with source, with divine power, with God, whatever words you want to call it, whatever you call it is fine with me. But that 
is really where we, we get our power from. And then the next step from there is to start becoming proactive. So as soon as you start remembering like, hey, I am not just this meat suit at the mercy of all the stuff that goes on outside of me. I am a divine creation. I am here on purpose. I have something to give. Once you start remembering that, tuning in to that original vibration, that frequency of soul inside you, then it's time to become proactive. Uh, Stephen Covey uses this term proactive in his books. He's got a number of books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Families, Businesses. Um, His first habit is like, we have to be proactive. And while you might initially be like, yeah, take initiative. No, being proactive is the opposite of being reactive. Being proactive, Stephen Covey says, is taking full responsibility for your life. So you can be either proactive or reactive. If you are being reactive, it means that you are looking outside yourself and you're like, oh my goodness, it's snowing in March. I can't function. I will admit I had that experience. (laughs) This year, it happens. We just do our best to get back on track, right? But like we look outside ourselves and go, oh my gosh, these things beyond my control aren't lining up for me. How can I possibly move forward? That's being reactive. It means that your inner world, your emotion, your happiness, your fulfillment is conditional on people and things that are external to you and that are outside of your control. Being proactive means taking responsibility. Being proactive means that regardless of the weather, you are going to show up in alignment with carefully chosen values and principles. It means that you create your own weather. It means that you are going to be that beacon of hope in a world full of chaos instead of being this little sponge that goes out and absorbs the chaos of the world into yourself. So the first part of this chrysalis program is remembering truth and being proactive. Um, I listen to the Huberman podcast a lot and he always uses the word remiss (laughs) and it's starting, I'm starting to catch it. Uh, So I was going to say, I would be remiss not to mention that our nervous system plays into this in a huge, huge way way. So this is beyond the scope of this little podcast episode. But essentially, if you are living in a physiology of stress, like chronically, if you are in a state of fight and flight or in a state of freeze, it is going to be really hard to choose how you want to show up. It is going to be really hard to move towards transformation because your physiology is going to shift. When you are under a physiological state of stress, your physiology shifts so that you have a hard time seeing beyond your immediate surroundings. You are literally living in a state of survival and that is an opposite physiology to the physiology of creation. 
And so one of the key things that we have to do, and through my work, I offer breath work, meditations, and yoga to help you consciously, proactively choose to move out of the physiology of stress and into a physiology of creation. Because in that physiology of stress, higher centers of your brain shut down because your body is like, I'm going to hone in on what is right in front of me and I'm going to look for a threat and I'm going to neutralize that threat. In a physiology of stress, you are not primed for connection with other humans. You are not primed for higher level thinking. You are not primed for connection to God. So we have to get you out of that chronic stress. Because in that state, your brain is not in a space where it can create, where it can dream, where it can imagine new possibilities, where it can hear the subtle whisper of your intuition. So I would indeed be remiss not to mention how important your nervous system regulation is. So this is not a one-off. This is not like, hey, take this course and be forever changed. It's like, hey, here's what you're going to need for a lifetime of practice as you move towards self-realization. And part of that is going to be a daily practice of self-regulation, of nervous system regulation, so you can be in a state of safety, a physiology of renewal, a biochemistry of creativity and endless possibilities. So that is part of the work is that this is, if anything, a springboard for your life. It is not a magic bullet for your life. So in the Into the Chrysalis program, there is a workbook and your next steps would be to reflect. So whether you want to jump in that course and do the actual workbook that you can either print or do a fillable PDF, or you can just kind of jot this down and and take a stab at it in your own journal. Um, But you need to start reflecting on the values and guiding principles that resonate with you. Like, what do you want to align your life with? What is your true north? So that when you are faced with a challenging decision, you hit a fork in the road, you have this compass, this guiding principle or value that will lead you forward. So that even if everything in the media and around you is like, let's do this and let's, you know, like... (laughs) is like trying to encourage you to go one way. If if you're like, whoa, that violates my value and my principles that I live by, it gives you clarity of who you want to be in this chaos of the world. Because if you don't know, you will absorb that chaos and you will be guided by the chaos of the world. So you want to reflect on like, really, what are your values and guiding principles? Um, you're going to need to develop a gratitude practice to help you shift states. Gratitude practice is profound. And gratitude practice is more than just listing what you are grateful for. It's actually recounting stories that move you into a state of gratitude. So it could be something that happened to you, or it could be something that you just observed 
But you know, like even on social media, sometimes you see these like little snippets, like Jay Shetty is always sharing these like feel good things of people helping people out. And you're like, wow, I feel that. That's the kind of gratitude practice we want. You'll find through this course, and if you read Joe Dispenza's books, like you have to actually have an internal shift in how you are feeling. Otherwise, you're not actually creating any change. If you are just working on the brain level and you're reading information, but it doesn't move you into a different emotional state, you're not quite getting the practice down. You're just getting more information in your head. So gratitude practice is really important. We're going to start looking at identifying kind of the old program. So identifying the habits, the thoughts, the behaviors of the caterpillar, right? That like before picture in the transformation. What are the emotions? What are the things that you experience on a daily basis that you want to transform? What are the things that you tell yourself that keep you stuck where you are? So there's a workbook that brings you through this stuff. Yeah, it's more, I'm just looking at it right now. It's more than I can bring through in this podcast, but that's a great starting point. There is also a very big challenge in the workbook, something that will probably leave you shaking in your boots a little bit, the most transformative exercise that I have ever offered. So um, if you are brave enough to do it, dive into it. Uh, It is an interview process where you actually are interviewing people who are close to you to get their insights on your strengths and who am I when I'm at my best? What are my blind spots? Like you're actually asking for this feedback. Now I've probably scared at least 85% of you off, but friends, if you do this, it will shorten the length of self-reflection that is required tremendously, tremendously. This insight is so powerful. So Into the Chrysalis starts uh, kind of looking at the themes that we've touched on today. And then in the second session, which is my favorite session, this is where people really start to come alive. We start to look at living with purpose, on purpose. We start to look at like, what is the vision you want to create in your life? And we intersect, like, what is calling to you? What's the vision that you're holding? And what are the gifts and talents and strengths that you have? Why are you here? What were you born for? What can you bring forth from inside of you? So I'm going to dive into that more in the next episode. In the meantime, reflect on the concepts that we've gone over today. Do some self-reflection on values, on guiding principles, on being proactive, and on seeing yourself as more than just this physical body and your history. And then in the next episode, we will dive into this living with purpose, on purpose. Sending you so much love, sweet one. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this free Into the Chrysalis mini-series. 
I hope it will open your mind and heart to new possibilities and to a deeper understanding of who you are and the power that resides inside you. For some of you, this mini series will be enough to get you started. You can take this info, do some self-reflection, read some of Joe Dispenza's books, and take advantage of the free Joe Dispenza inspired meditations that are here on my podcast. This might be enough for you. If you are wanting more support, if you are wanting to move through this process of transformation with more ease, insight, information, and support, then the self-paced Into the Chrysalis online course might be ideal for you. And to make this a little easier, I am offering a reduced price of just 99 Canadian dollars. Uh, that is $200 saving off the regular price. To take advantage of this, you can visit the link in the show notes and type in soul medicine. That's one word as the coupon code at checkout at the checkout to take $200 off the price. And this offer will be valid until June 1st, 2023. As always, I love, love, love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Nerland. Uh, find me on there and send a message. Let's keep this conversation going and connect more deeply. Sending you so much love and look forward to hearing from you. Take care.